Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. This is brought to you along with Levi Solicitors who are offering a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Michael and Rob here to tell you that it's 15% on. Oh, you wills. And you. Conveyancing. Yep. And. Probate. Correct. Well done, Michael. Still 15%. That is 15% until the end of January 2023. So if you're watching this on the day that it has come out, you've got nearly a whole month to take advantage of that discount. 15%, that's a lot, isn't it? And if you are watching, listening to this, you're still alive, which means you've still got time to do it, Will. Yes. Yeah, that's very much the, the right right way around to do it. It's Happy crucial. New Year. <laughs> Welcome to January, everybody. Propaganda returns for the new year as well in the wake of the Newcastle game. Propaganda where we uh, we try and answer some of the questions surrounding Leeds United and in the football world as well, um, centred around clips we have often dug up and a little bit of feedback from our TSB Plus members. Sometimes they're serious, sometimes not. I'm focusing on the negative, obviously, as I, as I tend to, but some people are positive. Well, what we found from this, Rob, is that we just cannot get the Goldilocks zone just yet when it comes to talking about leads, particularly on the match ball. Some people are saying, I was going to say we're too negative. It's not me, because obviously I'm relentlessly positive now mm-hmm. to the point where I'm, I'm almost like Jake Humphrey in my delivery of mantras and things like that. Eddie Howe's a fan, isn't he? Oh, that doesn't surprise me at yeah. all. He said he's he's got some of the players to listen to it. All right. Maybe that's what's what. what oh, what's this thing called? This performance? What is it? High performance podcast. Maybe that's why they played well. Maybe Pod, that's why they cast... I mean, but one point zero. It's called because it was the first one. Right. Jesse's going to be a fan, isn't he? Let's, let's be honest. Probably nagging him to get on. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, we were saying that um, too negative, too positive, somewhere right in, in the middle. It's it's hard to fathom, really, isn't it? Where we should uh, where we should position ourselves. Like I was saying, I'm I'm obviously now not feeling the pressure anymore of being a Leeds fan. I think because we're not winning games, people are going to be cross anyway. Yeah, that's what it always is, isn't it? <laughs> people are like, some people are angry that they believe that more positive thinking can turn results around. Other people think sacking everyone and setting fire to the whole thing can turn things around. When actually it's all just irrelevant, isn't it? It's probably somewhere in the middle. You're just, lash, you're just lashing out at people. You're trying to find someone to blame. That's what it is, isn't who, it? Who are we blaming? No, I meant the listener. Oh, okay. You, you blame, you're blaming <laughs> us just for talking nonsense on a podcast. Uh, which is on, it's on YouTube and in your podcast player, by the way. Let's should we start with a clip because this show is really about the clips. They're the star of the show, not us blathering on about leads. Magpie TV channel, TV TV channel, Magpies. That's the one. Yep. First clip from them. A congratulations message. You've labelled this as Michael. I haven't heard this yet. So is it is it going to be nice and full of warmth and Christmas cheer? Judge for yourself. Their fans are quite unbearable, aren't they? I mean, celebrating that nil nil there. I mean, to be fair, right? Maybe that's a point that might keep them up. 
at the end of the season, so maybe that's why they're celebrating, but they are an awful bunch, and there were some scenes at the end of the game where the police had to separate the fans and whatnot, and, oh, sad, sad from them. So, I must admit, hearing some of these Newcastle clips has made me sort of reevaluate the game. Mm. Think, Good, I enjoyed that, actually, looking back. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot better than Because I when the performance isn't great, which it wasn't, and we'll get on to that in a minute, you do take out of it whatever you can, don't you? And in this case, it was them being annoyed in much the same way we were annoyed, like Everton and Wolves and things like that. Yeah, and I think... That's what di- football's about, isn't it? And there's a difference as well between being at the game and just watching the game at home because obviously if you're at the game, you don't give a shit how your points are won. It makes more difference does the result. Whereas I think I think maybe watching it on telly, you're a little bit more, I don't know, a bit more calculated about it and you can kind of go, well, there was all these chances and stuff. Whereas in a ground, you just go, nah! Yeah, you get you get swept. You, you couldn't score, you idiots. You get swept up with the occasion, don't you? When, yeah. you, when you're in the ground, but, but yeah. I, I find it a lot more stressful watching on telly than I do when I'm inside the stadium. I can kind of, yeah, I can, I can almost ride the wave of whatever the emotion is, the prevailing emotion inside the stadium. Mm. Well, I, don't know, I find it quite stressful in the stadium as well sometimes. Mm. It depends on the game, but yeah, I think it's um, it's more of a collective experience though when you're in the stadium, isn't it? You've got at least like three thousand other people there with you, if not the whole stadium when it's Ellen Road. We're veering there though into like the Gabig Bonlahar celebration police where he kind of, he, he thinks no one should celebrate anything unless they've actually won a trophy. Like if someone was, which game was it this year we won? It was scored in the last minute and he was saying, oh, they're celebrating like they've won the Champions League or something. It's like, well, it, to be fair, scored a last minute winner. Obviously you can celebrate it. Bonlahar's thick as shit and you know he's mean <laughs> it. He's, he's just there to be an agent provocateur on talk sport because that's what they do. And this is not dissimilar to what this guy's doing. Which is he don't mean that. Well, in fairness, he's he's doing this for Newcastle fans, isn't he? Yeah. So Yeah, and he's and he's doing it to get reactions on his daft channel, unlike us, who are here to be <laughs> doing serious analysis mm. on the game and the fans and all that sort of stuff. So to the um, to the comments that we received from our TSB plus members as well, and going back to the idea of the Goldilocks zone, some were saying we were too negative, some saying we were rightly negative, some saying we were too positive and too negative. <laughs> so where do you want to start? Should we start with Alexander's comment? Because this made me laugh at this, and I think uh, it's one of those clickbait headlines. Six words that will sum up the Squareball <laughs> podcast. And it says, um, how are you guys so sad? <laughs> we got a point against the third place team in the league with unlimited resources after only two days rest. We played a shithouse game plan because it was needed. Uh, look how other outlets are covering the game to see some objectivity. Yeah, you pair of chumps. Why don't you enjoy it more? Okay. Unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other outlets thing is interesting because I've always felt, sort of increasingly in the BLC era, I noticed that what match of the day ever said was essentially based entirely on the result. Mm-hmm. They'd make they'd just completely carve a narrative around whatever had, the result was, and, yeah. and they clearly don't all watch every game, do they? So they'd be given like a, a highlights package and go, okay, Melia's made some good saves. They've dug out result there or whatever. I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't watch match of the day this week. Do you because, know what? Uh, I, because I didn't want to see it again. Ex- well, exactly. I did. I watched it up to a point, and I realised they were pushing us later and later because it was a nil nil. But Shearer was on there, so I thought, I'm not watching it. I'm, <laughs> as a matter of protest, I'm not watching it. I've got no interest in what a biased commentator like Alan Shearer has got to say on the matter so I switched it over Thank, unlike us who can be obviously correctly objective 100 100%, 100%. <laughs> uh, who else then suggested we were too negative uh, West End Ralph raises a good point agree it's not been a good watch this season but I think today was a very good point and sometimes you have to sacrifice the good plays to get the result I think uh, this is where I kind of agree with Ralph uh, Newcastle only lost one game all season so this is a, a big point especially if we win Wednesday lose and then this means fuck all which is Kind of where I'm at with Jesse's leads. So I'm always looking ahead to the next game now of like, well, is this how we are or are we going to get better? And it was a good point looking back. And I think it was hard for us to be too uh, 
joyful about it because we had just sat. I, mean, and I was it. man. You well, up, yeah, man. You will beat Persona, which is entirely hundred percent serious, and you should take everything I say when I'm saying that seriously. New Year, new you, all yeah, that. all that. Um, and especially, I think the after the two days rest is a fair point to make that they did have a lot more rest than us, mm. and it was. Um, but it was funny when that point dawned, dawned on us on the match ball somebody pointed it out in the comments were like oh yeah yeah you think, oh yeah of course yeah, yeah. and uh, it was one of the Leeds players I think it was Robin Cock was talking about um, in the build up to the Newcastle game they just weren't really able to train so it was all sort of done on video and things like that but yeah but then you, you I'm looking to these next four or five games it's like right come on then now show us that it, Now's the it, time. it isn't yeah. all just like this mm-hmm. um, MG Dodger suggested we were battered by the best side in the world talking about Man City I presume rather than Argentina then 50 hours later, go away to super hostile Newcastle. Was it? They had some flags. They waved some, some flags <laughs> some around. flags and some Martin Offler. Fine. And dig out a heroic draw. And you boys didn't think it was stylish enough? Fuck's sake. Yeah, you boys. Well, it wasn't very... St- I mean, the, the stat... I think it was Johnny Cooper had the stat of... Um, in the second half, it was the... Was it the 59 fewest, passes, wasn't 59 it? 59 passes in the opposition half or something, which is the lowest since 2015. It so. might have even been 59 completed passes full stop, I think. Was so, it? Yeah. It was bad anyway. And it, that is essentially how it felt because we never had possession, did we? We we just were twatting it clear and then they were attacking again. I suppose that's the thing going back to the two previous points when Ralph says sometimes you have to sacrifice, sacrifice the good plays to get the result. It was like, well, did we actually sacrifice it or were we just crap? And likewise with the shithouse game plan, was that just kind of a reaction to how we were playing and how we had to, at the end, time mm-hmm. waste? Because there was no chance we were actually going to create anything. <laughs> yeah, cause I think we've seen that time wasting is not it's not normally something we're, we're majorly into, is it? I think in most games, we're trying to we're the ones trying to keep the game moving and stuff. Whereas, yeah, so we, we can be excused in this game for every now and again. <laughs> but it was... Because we were very tired. But it suggests to me it was a little bit off the cuff. We kind of went, oh, this is going really badly. Let's just slow it down as much as we possibly can. Which, which is good. Like, yeah, mm. that's, a, you know, that's a valid way of doing it. I think it's different when you're time-wasting from minute one, isn't it? And as you were saying, we were chatting just um, off-air before we started recording, Rob, that this was discussed on the Phil Hay Show. Phil made the point separate out point, uh, the result with the performance mm. uh, the two can be judged separately and I think that's probably the fairest way to assess it isn't it mm. yeah. and, and the first half to go back to the tiredness thing I thought the first half was actually alright we had some we had a bit of a go at them I know they still had the majority of the chances and, and what have you but we did look like a bit of a threat in the first half do, do we need some half time power naps <laughs> uh, possibly just to refresh or maybe charge. just a bit more actual rest can you power nap or does it not work for you nah, not at all Rob no I feel worse after a nap. All right, okay. I, I once my my record power nap was three minutes, and it worked. Is that even was that a deliberate power nap for three? minutes? No, because we went to Egypt, me and my wife, and you know when you book like one of these casino dinners, they, they want to get you in the casino early. <laughs> Never ever booked a casino dinner. <laughs> basically, there's a cas- please go on. There's a casino at the other end of the resort. So I'm a Shamal Sheikh, Nama Bay. You say it as if it was like you know an online shop or something. You know, no, your you, casino you, dinner. You go, you, you go, you go away to a resort, and there's like so there's a casino there, and the, the tour operator will try and sell you a dinner. <laughs> you think a, I'm buying the tour operator's things? Dinner and anyways, dinner and a show, and uh, you pay however much to do, go do that. It's because they want people in the casino early. What show was it? I can't remember. Just like a, a dinner show. Tina Turner. Singing and dancing. Right. It, do you know what? It might have been like a tribute act type thing, mm. maybe. So, But we'd, we'd gone and done some scuba diving in the afternoon and it's, it's knackering his scuba diving. You get absolutely exhausted from doing it. Even though you're only paddling through the water, it's a really good calorie burn. I can recommend it if you want to uh, get in shape. Um, and we were at the other end of the resort, got a bus transfer from one end of the resort to the other. It's only about five minutes, but they bus you across and I just could not stay awake like on the bus because we didn't have a chance to go back and have a kip after the diving. It ran quite late into the afternoon and obviously dinner's starting at seven or eight or whatever time, so you've got to get ready and go out again. I was like, oh, I'm so knackered and sat on the bus and I went like that and I shut my eyes for about three minutes and I went, ping, 
and woke up and I was fine for the whole evening. <laughs> she was like, you're all right now? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm healed. Yeah, that's it. So, so you're suggesting that? Power naps, yeah. Three minute power naps at half time. Okay. Get it done, Jesse. They just need your fitness level and mentality. <laughs> that's and all they, they need. <laughs> yeah. That's all they need. If they need to draft me in as a sleep coach. In moments, you sleep. Yep. Where we were saying at Zach's comments, uh, Michael is talking like we've just scraped a nil-nil draw against Steve Bruce's 16th place Newcastle. This Newcastle team are third in the Premier League. Yeah, Michael. Souls. <laughs> <laughs> there were, I think the difference with the Man City game that was, it does need to be noted that, you know, this is a team with long staff and who else is bad? Chris Wood. In it, like players who are not are not Champions League caliber. They, they, I know they've spent some money, but I mean, their star striker wasn't even playing, was he? So that's why Chris Wood was. So I mean, they, they were beatable, even if their results this year suggest they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think we said um, it might be when we were talking um, with Phil on Monday actually that the ninth place to finish and Bielsa's football was almost has almost become a bit of a millstone around our necks because it's artificially raised the bar of what we think a Leeds team should be doing especially as there are so many players in this Leeds team who were around at that time as well. You know, the bedrock of the side is still there, isn't it? And we've kind of become accustomed to attacking football. And I've, got, I've got a clip about it. that era, if you want. Oh, have you got some? <laughs> Where are we going to now? Is, it, is this the True Faith one? <laughs> the true, clear, the clip from, from True Faith. This is talking about that era, although it's kind of disguised. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's very important, isn't it, as we go into this clip, that... You know, in order to like establish your voice of authority, you get your facts right, which we always do. Obviously. Always, always. Yeah. Um, so you'll notice from True Faith that they've very much done their research on this. I don't like Leeds as a team. I liked them when they had their old manager, whose name I... An- Ancelotti, was that it? Uh, I mean, it? Bielsa. Bielsa. Not Bielsa. Bielsa. It's this, it's this Italian... They're all grey old men. Yeah. Um, I like them under him. I like the sort of like tenacity and spunk of coming back up and yada, yada, yada. But <laughs> they were a spunky young side. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry about that. Bit rude, isn't it? <laughs> Ancelotti. Ancelotti. The Italians. Uh, yep. Spunky the Italians. Famous, famous, famously Italian manager. There you go. There's your analysis from True Faith. <laughs> Thank you, lads and lasses. Great. Right, let's move on. Actually, some of the points you were bringing up there, lads, correct. Let's go on to the rightly negative comments. Healthy heart, Dan. Where is our attack? Also, our passing's abysmal. That's fair. Both fair criticisms. No, I'm going to be positive and say it was good passing. Good lad. <laughs> mm. I, I don't like to see the passes connect. Those 50 passes or whatever it was, they were all connected. Uh, and Dickie Wood does say, how, do, how have we gone from a carefree attacking side to that defensive nonsense? I mean, you've got when you're under the cosh, you've got to be defensive, haven't you? There's no two ways about that, and you've got to spoil the game, break it up like we did. Doesn't mean you have to enjoy the style of it, though, does it? Are, are we are we defensive though, or do you think we just can't attack? I don't Therefore, think we do a lot of defending. That's <laughs> a good, that's a good question. But yeah, I don't, you can't think, be I don't think about it. I don't think we're defensive by design. Yeah, if you, I know what you mean, and that, and that was the thing that worried me reading some of the reaction to the game with Robin Cox saying we put a lot of focus on set pieces because we knew that we were really good at them. And Jesse Marsh saying, you know, we spent a lot of re-season working on set pieces and a lot of focus ahead of Newcastle. And then you think, but they nearly scored from a load of set pieces. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know they didn't and that's good. And having a really good goalkeeper is a good thing because they're still part of the team. But they had like, it was share, wasn't it? It was mm. just at the back post free every time. You yeah, think, on three occasions. And it's not, you know, the result says, oh yeah, we, we didn't concede from a set piece. But then you think, should have done probably <laughs> that's why I got annoyed in the post game when Dan mentioned Jesse sort of I don't, I don't I can't remember the exact context of it but it was kind of saying oh it's really good to get a clean sheet and it's like 
Yeah, we didn't deserve. <laughs> we didn't deserve a clean sheet. So. Yeah, it's, it's a results business, though, Michael. And you know, you can tell from my new positive upbeat persona <laughs> that I'm very much enjoying. Yeah, that's true. Results. It reminded like me one. a bit actually of this game. I was thinking about. It. Do you remember when I think Redfern was in charge? We went to Middlesbrough and won, and they absolutely battered us for like. Sylvester made about forty saves in it, and it was one of those that it was just funny. Proper smash and grab. It was a real. Yeah, yeah. I think Bamford might be playing for Borough. In fact, probably. That, I mean, it might not. But around that time, anyway, and I really enjoyed that because it was funny. And I should enjoy this because it's funny. Maybe it would have been funnier if we'd actually won. Well, that, like mm. Liverpool was hilarious when Melier made all those saves and we win it at the end. But we did win it. And that was the big fun thing. Like we scored a goal. Amazing. Great. Whereas this, it was like, yeah, we've got the Melier stuff. And it was funny watching Chris Wood just miss the ball and some of their players just completely fluff chances. But then, you know, there wasn't the, the fun element to it. I- Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, R-Y-H-L-U-F-C says we're genuinely shy and the, uh, the crux of this argument is we turned up like a conference side playing a championship side in the cup. And it's only by virtue of the fact that they're shite we didn't lose 4 0. I mean, maybe we did We did used to say under Bielsa in the first sort of 10 minutes of a game, you'd get a measure of whether or not it was going to be a good day or a bad day. And I guess maybe we realised this was going to be a bad day and reacted accordingly and just dug in. Dug in. Yeah. Which maybe is, maybe is the right thing to do. Well, Michael, your new all positive persona joining me here in the positive pond, mm. um, Nathan. Says, I can fully get behind Michael's pessimism after that. Going forward, we look horrible. Go on, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> but Nathan does say, if Jesse Marsh can actually coach some sort of attacking plan into them and the three musketeers give us a centre-forward, we should be okay. Just. The lack of centre-forward does does damages in these games because you're just desperate to get it forward and have it in their half for a little bit. And that isn't Rodrigo's game, is it? Having like, Holding yeah. the ball up. You need it to stick, don't you? Which is where Bamford is good. Yeah. So, it, I mean, that, that does make a big difference, I think. And then bringing, I mean, Gellar got his usual 10 minutes or whatever, didn't he? Um, well, we've got, we've got a left back now. Max, Max Verber or not. I mean, he was a little bit evasive in the, the Q&A in the interview after signing um, as to whether he'd be playing left back or centre back or both, maybe. maybe well, possibly, yeah. I, I'm pleased we've done business early. Obviously, I've no, I've no idea if it's any good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pretend I've, uh, my five minutes on YouTube amounts to extensive scouting. Um, Is that, do you think Victor does more than that? Said before that like, Y Scout is basically glorified YouTube. It's just more focused than it. I mean, and, and these these kids who put together the um, the videos on YouTube, I think they just have like um, Y Scout accounts, don't they, and create compilations. So, is it really any better? I'm of the opinion we should probably just recruit Salzburg recruitment people 
Right. Probably be, probably be quicker, wouldn't it? Cut out of the middle, man. Do you think Victor would do that? He'd sign his own replacement. <laughs> <laughs> might as well, really. It's, we don't seem to look outside of that, do we? And do you want the, uh, the Red Bull recruitment funds? Do you want those people to come and take over? Is that what you're Sorry? saying? Red Bull. No, not the not the people, not no. the club. No. no, no, just just their staff. We should say um, Richard Idol, who is Yorkshire lad one one zero on Twitter, was doing the uh, the Max Verber stalking on uh, Monday night, losing track of the days, and was the one who got the exclusive snaps outside the East Stand. And Richard, long after the horse had bolted, um, suggested that the club had asked him not to put those photos out. Uh, because they wanted to save it for the announcement on Tuesday morning. Ah, well, said Richard. So, <laughs> so, so well done, Richard. I did watch the... Thanks uh, for the exclusive as well. The episode of the RB Salzburg documentary where they sign Verber and he's got quite a Leeds transfer story there because he, he missed his flight to Salzburg, so it starts with them all worrying about whether they're actually going to get him or not. Should we go back to the Magpie channel, TV Magpie channel? That's the one, yeah. Um, this is him talking about the, the Leeds fans now. Yeah, I bet he said some really nice things great, as well. Great bunch of lads. Great to have you in town. Good away support, he says. Yeah. Their fans are quite unbearable, aren't they? I mean, celebrating that nil-nil there. I mean, to be fair, right, maybe that's a point that might keep them up at the end of the season, so maybe that's why they're celebrating. But they are an awful bunch, and there were some scenes at the end of the game where the police had to separate the fans and whatnot. And, oh, sad. Sad from them. Sad from them. But yeah, <laughs> our fans were all just stood there, not getting involved. Honestly, it's all it's all pretend, isn't it? this performative bullshit? Shut up. Also, if you're gonna, if you because they spent a lot of the time making out Newcastle an hour a world force. Yeah, which you're, the, gonna, you're gonna have to accept people are gonna celebrate nil nils. Yeah, and you're not a world force. You're just having a bit of a good run of form at the minute. Yeah, I'm, I, sure, I'm sure they'll do fine with their blood money, which is fair enough. Yeah, they will. they'll probably finish like seventh this year, won't they? In the end, which is good. Yeah, if you get Champions players. League, have a nice time, whatever. Be fine. Just, just enjoy your own success. Don't worry about us. We'll be, we'll be fine. And our success is a nil-nil. <laughs> exactly. That's how we measure ourselves these days, isn't it? So, Wisconsin Todd has been on, suggesting we were both too positive and too negative. Is that is that between us? or I, I'm not sure, really. Um, can you read out Wisconsin? We haven't got the audio today, but can you read it out in Wisconsin Todd's authentic Wisconsin voice? We don't even know where Wisconsin is, do we? Is it the Midwest? What's a Midwest accent? It's a very, very generic. <laughs> well, you did Cowgirl Jane before, didn't you? Let's have a look. Wisconsin. We've heard this voice before, but uh, Wisconsin Todd. That's like what... that, I think. <laughs> Listening to the match ball. I love how, I love how this is becoming a hate pissed. crime. Right, so Wisconsin is... I thought Michael was being too negative. Hang on a minute. Not we're not, we, haven't, we haven't settled where Wisconsin... Dan, it won't make any difference. I don't know. Wisconsin <laughs> don't know the... is right up near the Canadian border, up that way, top of the country, and slap bang in the middle, near the Great Lakes. Yeah, it, it it backs onto Lake Michigan, good, uh, and a bit of Lake Superior, which uh, bit arrogant for a name of a lake, isn't it? That one. Mm. Anyway, what, what was I was what ignoring was, the truth. Of a so go back to the start. Better then. I, I've missed this. So I need to hear it in, in the authentic. Listening voice. to the match ball, I was getting pissed. I don't, that means drunk or it means annoyed. A bit annoyed. I thought Michael was being too negative and ignoring the truth of the better than expected result. I thought Dan was being too positive, even if tongue in cheek, and ignoring the truth of the Warnockian quality of play. In the end, I'm just pissed at myself for using the word Warnockian. Fair enough. You sound like um, White Lee's radio a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> Unmasked. Uh, so you were too negative. I was too positive, even though I was only pretending, which I'm not. Which you're not. And Rob, where should we put Rob? I am Goldilocks. I am the one in the middle. Correct. Right. So what do we need then? What do we need out of all this? Neil uh, H says Chris Wood back. Um, <laughs> no, no. You're not having him? Let's just do better. 
just do better. Okay. Yeah, them for free. If Newcastle are so rich, they're just like discarding him and paying his wages. That's fine. Less than the sum of our parts, White Rose Wes is suggesting. Uh, Newcastle didn't deserve to beat us under Bielsa with that Shelby free kick this year. They definitely deserved all three points. Yeah, you always get what you deserve in football, do you? It's funny. We need a striker more than a left back. I don't know. Well, we've got a left back now. So, so it's true now. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Questions about these last two games being unable to to control the ball and play it forward. Mitigation there is who we've been playing, but anyway. He, he does ask him who is our most creative player. Who do you want to have the ball when we attack? We don't have Pablo or Rafinha anymore. And I have sort of forgotten that Luis Sinistera plays for us. Mm. He's been, we know we've not seen him for so long. And I think he, that ability that Nonto has, which has really impressed us all since he's come into the team where he can just beat a man and keep the ball. And Aronson's got it a little bit, albeit he's, he can be a bit lightweight at times. But Sinistera really has that where if we're a bit stuck or we're not quite sure, we just pass him the ball and he will do something. Like he will beat a few players and, and the, the whole shape of the game sort of changes then. So I guess we are, you know, we're bemoaning that lack of attacking edge and creativity and we are down one of our key players that we signed in the summer. Mm, I guess in the centre of the pitch, it's clear that Adams' job is to break it up a bit, as I guess was four shows to an extent. And then there's Aronson who there, who you expect to do some of the attacking stuff but because that's about 100 miles an hour it never really there's no, it doesn't ever seem to be much time in midfield does the which I think no. is by design yeah, to a large extent because that's why that's part of why we bought Aronson was that he'd get the ball and run quickly at people and vertical passes and that sort of stuff but it can when you just need to take a breather and get your foot on the ball for, for two minutes it can be a little bit frustrating sometimes there's some interesting comments here on Marsh from uh, from Hartley Hare who's saying, I don't want Marsh to fail, which I think is one of the important points to make as well is like this always, as is such as the nature of the internet, gets polarised into arguments about Bielsa and Marsh and things like that. And you touched on this actually in the match ball, Michael, saying, I don't want Marsh to fail. I want him to be a success like he was in Austria. But no one expected after 10 months in charge that there'd be so little progress. Marsh doesn't know his best 11 or favoured formation. How much longer can Raz allow him to muddle along learning on the job? Well, that's that's a subjective thing, isn't it? Obviously, the point of what we're doing here is subjective. I think it is important to say that, isn't it? Nobody wants him to fail. Everyone wants it to work. It's just different people see different things when they watch a Marsh side and some of it's rooted in hope, some of it's rooted in reality. It's quite hard to unpick it, isn't it? As you, as is reflected by the, you're too positive, you're too negative, you never quite get it right. And I think there's an inevitability about when you're not winning games that whatever the manager says will tend to annoy you a bit. So you'll be, you'll then listen to it some excuses or I guess some praise or something you don't believe is praiseworthy and you'll go oh fuck off if you're if you've not been impressed by the performance everything goes from that doesn't it essentially so whereas when Bielsa came in he could say what he wanted because we were winning games so no one really cared people weren't looking to pick holes in it then were they because everything seemed fine whereas now I think it's only fair that people are a bit concerned by certain things Mm. should we go back to uh, Magpie TV channel TV Magpie Yes, this is about this talks about um about a bit about our style of play and, and Jesse actually. Sand from the manager as well, Jesse March and his players. I thought that was an awful, awful set out plan by their team today. Crap. Crap. I thought Leeds were this expansive free flowing football team. Is this American guy still the same? Captain America? Captain Jackass, is he still the same as Bielsa? No. Where was it? I didn't see it. I seen dirty Sunday league tactics today. Awful. Proper pub team behaviour from them the day. All they wanted to do was waste time, scruffy play, dirty play, snapping into people, trying to cause reactions off certain players they tune in, and trying to snap everyone. Oh, it was crap to watch. They ruined it. <laughs> Newcastle, the moral guardians of the game now. 
Yeah, that's true. I forgot, Captain Jackass as well. Is that a thing? No. I don't think we, I don't think anyone ever said he was sort of doing the Bielsa thing either. Did well, he? actually, I suppose Angus Kinnear did. Well, yeah. <laughs> when he first came in. Yeah, Leeds did used to be this expansive attacking thing and now we're not. Now we're narrower. But, you know, you need to know something about football to recognise that, don't you, lads? Hey? Hey, but we're, 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 we upset him, so... I don't think we really upset him, did we? He's just doing that for his daft channel. Uh, I don't know. I think we did. I think we did, to be honest. It did towards the end, didn't they? Because see the Newcastle players sort of lose their heads a bit, which again, mm. which good. What you want to do? <laughs> yeah. What you want to do? Exactly, if you, if yeah. you can't win the game on football in terms, piss them off. Yeah, make them lose their heads. And also, like Eddie Howe, wherever he's been, his teams have had a reputation of being diving, time wasting mm. cheats. So I mean, you know, it's, and, it's, and, but that's that's football. That's and, the yeah, game, I was isn't say, it? Re- like, rewind twelve months, as we mentioned on the match ball to that game at Ellen Road when they were doing mm. exactly the same thing, breaking it up, wasting time, going down. Yeah, and from the first minute they were doing that as well, yeah. Ellen Road. We first half we I thought we at least tried to have a game with them. And then <laughs> the second half descended. We at least waited before cheating. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> Which makes us the winners. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And Callum Wilson shoved our poor hey, Spider Boy. Speaking of shit housing, Ginger Paul was asking, do I have some dubious stats about the number of shit housings per game? Related to points, or should we get LUFC data deployed onto this one? <laughs> that was definitely our highest shit housing for a number of years. I would yeah. say. Like, what's the style? X SH, maybe shit X shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was there was a very high shit housery quotient. I have to agree. But if these Newcastle fans bothered to turn up to Ellen Road on Wednesday against West Ham, you'll see football purists. Leeds United <laughs> take to the field and attack from the off and try and beat West Ham without resorting to such underhanded tactics this time. Maybe maybe it was their team that made us do it. If we want to drag out a 1-0 win on tomorrow night, I'm more than up for that. Yeah. <laughs> just get some points for fuck's sake. And just finally then, before we do the last uh, the last clip, Ghost Shark hasn't left the clip this time, but has said the Yank Badger, this is Aronson, so lightweight, I was amazed he didn't blow away in the wind. He needs to toughen up. It, this is your bugbear, isn't it, Michael? Yeah, he just he needs to stop trying to win free kicks as much and actually... Why though? We're shithousing Leeds United now. Yeah, but he's annoying. He annoys me watching him but it annoys me and he plays for my team. I, I end up going, get up, fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, because he doesn't get free kicks every time either. I think people know exactly what he's up to and he's not can Bruno do, Fernandes, you, so he doesn't get. Can you do d- an impression of what you think his voice sounds like when he's pleading for free kicks? Mom! <laughs> Kick me, Mom! <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, he's just got, he's got a little whiny little face and I think it doesn't probably play that well with referees. It would if he was like a scum or something. Yeah, but, you're, in, you're in the wrong shirt, is about the size of it, isn't it? Um, we need to pair him up with Charlie Creswell, don't we? Get him, uh, get him all hench. Well, this was my this was my summer plan for Dan James that they didn't do. Rather than saying Triore, just get Dan James on the roids. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's having a nice time at Fulham, isn't he? You see the feedback on his performances. There was that clip that showed all his involvements from coming off the bench. He won him a penalty, to be fair. Mm. But um, dive. It was probably by accident. I think he stood still rather than uh, anything else <laughs> happened. Someone just ran into him. Bless him. Would you have him back? We're going to have him back, aren't we? I don't think Fulham are going to buy him. Ah, well. Um, they're seventh, aren't they? Yeah. Something mad. Yeah. If you've got Brentford, Fulham and Chelsea were like in the, but all three in that order in the top half of the division because they were showing this, the uh, the table from a West London perspective on, um, on the football, I was going to say, Monday night, yeah. Someone like Fulham, they're, I guess, the inconvenient bit of arguing that this is, that this is good and that we're doing well this season and this is what we should expect because Fulham are making it look easy and are scoring goals and playing good football. And Brentford, and, Brentford too. Yeah. 
I did uh, that was on uh, in the pub yesterday and it was quite funny watching him battle Liverpool mm. although it devalues our win against Liverpool because it turns out they're rubbish <laughs> right let's close the show out on this one that was it was discovered by at George LUFC on Twitter who must have clipped it from some sort of Geordie fan channel so yeah, I was trying to find the original channel I, I couldn't find it but ah, well. I think George has done such a good job of um, of, of making a clip I thought we'd just use, use yeah this. this one this one was widely circulated you may have heard it you may have seen it but let's enjoy it one last time stay on my fucking scurry bastards That is not what a fucking joke, what a fucking joke this game is. The scummy c**ts, a lot of these lines, fucking artisan. Hearing that does make the performance on Saturday Makes it all worthwhile. Just make it all worthwhile. So maybe we do need to be more positive and understand that when, if we could put ourselves in the shoes of the opposition fans when we're playing like that, mm. that we'd enjoy those things. Well, football is more. football is a game that should be enjoyed live, and he was enjoying it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's, it's, it's at its best, though, isn't it? I think when you're either enjoying it or suffering it live, yeah. it's the the emotions are definitely heightened. I and... think where leads are concerned, suffering is probably the appropriate um, adjective. Yeah, mainly. Is it verb? It's not a doing word. Well, I suppose it is. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, yeah. It can be, it can be a number of things. Whichever. Thank you, English teachers, for correcting me. By the way, which you will do, whichever of those it is. Um, but yeah, Leeds United, the art of suffering. Uh, Shall we wrap it up there then? And um, we've got a West Ham preview to come as well because we're playing them on Wednesday. So look out for that in your feed. And we thank you for joining us on this one. We'll see you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.